Hi everyone. Um, I know that it has been quite some time since uh, the last podcast, but uh, you know, life came in the way, and uh, since the podcast is like a personal journal for me, um, I don't take it as a task, uh, and therefore you do not see any uh, update within fixed time periods. Like there is no concept of weekly, monthly updates and all. Um, it's rather when I feel like. talking which i do but most of the times i talk to myself instead of uh, recording it on anchor uh, but i thought that it's been a while and um, you know i'm really eager to share some thoughts um it's mostly today's episode is mostly about indian marriages and um, as you're aware that indian marriages uh, cannot be talked about in one single episode so obviously there are going to be parts on this which again i won't promise uh, depends on you know what i feel like talking about uh, but yeah we'll start with the marriage system uh, obviously there are many pros and cons but um, starting with the fact uh, that you know the first step is you have to select a date and uh, i am learning that you know there are certain auspicious times of the year and there are certain times where you know you cannot get married if you're strictly following what the pandit says uh, so there are, i mean irrespective of your convenience or your uh, office schedule doesn't matter uh, you have to find a time uh, which suits the god's scriptures rituals pandits um so that's that and and uh, funnily the the uh, manner in which the dates are derived are beyond me uh, so i don't know they look at the position of the planets uh, and uh, the time of the day the month and all of that and then they come up with a date now i was just wondering that suppose the dates were to be derived uh, you know using one of the planets uh, being pluto then how would it work because pluto has been derecognized as a planet right so would that affect the derecognition would that affect the determination of dates had pluto been taken into account earlier uh, well we don't know so going by jupiter saturn uranus etc so we we come up with the date and uh, i also know uh, that uh, you know nothing is fixed uh, in uh, hinduism hindu rituals again i'm not an expert in this field but what i've seen till date is that you know you come up with any ritual any date right for anything um, other than marriages also suppose you have to uh, organize a puja at your place and uh, you have to come up with a schedule uh, right when you are going to conduct the puja etc and suppose uh, for some reason that date is not convenient for you so you tell the pandit uh that you know this is not suitable for me please suggest some alternative so i have noticed that in most cases there is an alternative right so pandit ji will come to your rescue like a knight in shining armor and he'll tell you that fine we can do it but you know you will have to for example buy a coconut uh put some curd on top of the coconut with betel leaves and uh, then you will have to put it in a uh, in fire or you will have to break the coconut in a particular temple situated in some district uh, you know where your 
village is situated and if you if you perform that auspicious task with that coconut then the gods will grant you an exception and then you will get the schedule of your choice so suppose if the marriage not the marriage the puja whatever was going to happen at 9 am but now that since you have performed that ritual with the coconut as provided in the scriptures or as you know uh, conveyed by pandit ji then you will be granted an exception so that's the lovely thing you know like there are exceptions to everything so i i find it hard to believe when someone tells me that a particular thing as per the rituals rasms uh, is to be done at x date y time and uh, when they say that you know we cannot move it uh, then i find it very difficult to understand and digest because you know i gave you the example of the coconut right so anything is possible most of the things are possible right i mean say, uh, you know about manglik brides or manglik grooms right so uh, typically uh, only manglik and manglik pair should be there and they should get married to one another right but even that has exceptions right i mean if if the mang i am not again very well versed in this but uh, from what i know is say you get married to a tree or you get married to some animal uh, okay it's it's like a not literal marriage obviously you can't marry a tree but say you perform that ritual with the tree or uh, another animal uh, then you are fine to marry even if you are a mang so see like i told you exception so yeah so as i was saying um the moral of the story is that i am not able to understand uh, the need for so many rituals rasm uh, the need for uh, finding auspicious date uh, the requirement to perform n number of rituals prior to a wedding i am not able to understand um i would like to clarify that i am not an atheist uh but i do believe uh that you know if one believes in god or any superior entity uh then that is a very personal thing um and one does not need to perform all these miscellaneous tasks just to prove uh you know how much of a believer a person is um which i think uh is not taken into account by many people uh because they seem to judge other people on the basis of the performance of all these uh, rituals which i would like to refer to as miscellaneous tasks and uh, i think it's really unnecessary um i mean and my point being that no matter how many rituals ras etc you perform what has to happen will happen right so i will leave you guys to think about it and i'll again touch base with you in part 2 um so yeah let me know what you think i have also created an instagram page because apparently spotify does not let you post comments or share your thoughts um so look forward to your views on insta and um, i'll connect with you soon and this time yes it will not be that long um really soon thanks for listening